of what life could be. But then the years come and teach you to just wait and see. Forces may try to pull us apart, but nothing can phase me if you're in my heart. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a bonus episode of Middle of the Row, the podcast. We've decided to talk about the first MCU Marvel it's a the first Marvel Studios show. You could, you could say it's the first MCU TV show and the, because well, have MCU they, adjacent. I Agents, thought, Agents of Shield stayed in line with it for like two seasons and they're like we're going to do whatever we want. But now. I think That's, isn't Agent Carter technically Oh, yes. Part of it Forgot about like, Agent Carter. is yeah. like official MCU canon. Yes. But everything else is like where you have the right. We don't really believe anything else. Well, I guess it depends what timeline you're in now, according to. Yeah, it will. It will all matter after Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness comes out, I imagine. But or maybe who knows? Maybe it'll be after Loki. Mm -hmm, That's true. Kevin Feige has not had his hand in anything until this, I believe. No, I'm sorry. Agent Carter. He was a producer on. So I think that one technically counts. We can count that as MCU. And that one was also written by the guys who did Endgame and all the Captain American movies. I think Martin Scorsese's going to come for you for calling this cinema. Um, the But I think Agent Carter technically is kind of the first. But this is Marvel Studios' first big attempt to do the shows right alongside the movies. And they're as important-ish to keeping up. If you want to be... Caught up with the MCU, you need to watch these TV shows now. This is the first time that's happened. WandaVision was not supposed to be the first show that we got, though. Really? Was um, it Falcon it was, and the Winter Soldier? It was supposed to be Falcon and the mm-hmm. Winter Soldier. But that had to come... Does that have to come after Black Widow? Is that what the thing was? Yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be Black Widow, then Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then the Eternals, mm. and then WandaVision? I think WandaVision came out when it was always planned to. Yeah. But Just other stuff was supposed to happen much yeah, earlier. I, I think, yeah. I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier either A, had some production delays because of COVID. B, they had to change some stuff because Black Widow was going to come out after it. And C, maybe both of the, all of the above there. But yeah, WandaVision, if the title didn't tip you off, is the story of... Uh, Wanda Maximoff and Vision somehow dun 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 <laughs> post snap also post Vision being killed like or double killed what they call it in the movies the blip the blip is that what and... the blip is when they no, the, the devastation when they and then the blip yeah that's okay. not called the devastation is it yeah that was the official name they gave it I don't know if they said it in the movie that's but a I remember dumb reading name. about it. <laughs> <laughs> huh interesting um but yeah, yeah. i would have gone with the dusting because it's like the i love how their logic was like nobody knew what it was it's like everybody turned into dust what, what would you <laughs> well call people it? Knew, well, eventually they knew the avengers were like thanos snapped this like magical glove and then half the universe disappeared and they were like okay <laughs> i've been listening to binge mode Marvel snap snap was just too snappy for something so so sad Ben you're gonna have to leave the podcast I was gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna wonk you right now uh, <laughs> I've been listening to binge on Marvel and it's like they talk about like what the public knows about everything it's like who's doing the reporting 
on <laughs> what happened at at the end of Endgame. Like, there's nobody there except Avengers, and like, that'd be funny to get like the fill in of like who does the news report I mean, for what I actually happened. I would imagine there, there was like no Captain America did like a press conference or something. Yeah. So WandaVision takes place like two weeks, right? How long is uh, Monica? When my episode, Monica. I'm jumping a little bit ahead, but. Monica, we found out Monica comes back to work at Sword, I think, like two weeks after she returns uh, in the blip. Mm -hmm. So the show basically takes place two weeks after Endgame uh, to just place it in the timeline. We we don't know if it's exact. I mean, we don't know how long. Okay, we'll get into it, but I'm pretty sure that is accurate. Okay, Um, okay. But I would assume it was pretty immediate after everyone coming back because I don't feel like Wanda would wait two weeks for this. I don't know. (laughs) The show was advertised as a spin on sitcoms and was going to kind of adhere to that format the format we're going to use for this episode is we're going to kind of talk about them in chunks for at first because i actually think the three there was nine episodes there's three chunks and i think we all reacted well not all but we i know we had dividing opinions about the (laughs) first three the, (laughs) the middle three and i think we kind of all agree mostly on the final three ben and i might be a little the most divergent there about one particular episode, but we'll get to that. But we're going to go in order of those three chunks. So when the show, just a quick synopsis to the start of the show, it just throws us right into the middle of a 50s sitcom starring Wanda and Vision, who are living a Dick Van Dyke show kind of life. And that episode is pretty straightforward. And there's a couple weird what's actually going on here. And then the second episode... And third episode, um, pretty much stay in their sitcom motif the whole time. But each one has a little bit more of a what what's going on here uh, taste of the outside world. I guess I'll go and then toss it to other people. Because I think I was the biggest fan of these three episodes. I was intrigued by, oh, what's going on here? But I was just actually really enjoying watching Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany just shine playing these sitcom-y parts. I thought they were both... I, I, Bettany, in particular, I think is hilarious across these first three episodes. And then he kind of has to pivot to something else in the middle three. You, and they're just both really great actors, really shining in this. And then you have Catherine Hahn on the peripheral doing her thing as well as the nosy next-door neighbor. And she is just fitting right into the genre. I don't know. I was just entertained by the show, even if there wasn't a lot of plot development going on outside a rogue helicopter and a weird guy yeah. in a beekeeper suit showing up. I, I, I was like in that same boat because I could just like it. I appreciated how it was the MCU's first TV show mm-hmm. did something so different. Like, I mean, I think that was a pretty bold decision, and I think it pays off, like, for the most part. I think it's really cool how they blend, like, yeah, there's, like, these tidbits of the superhero stuff we know from the MCU, but then there's also just these, you know, really well-done homages to uh, classic sitcoms of, you know, years past, or decades past. And I think going forward, the plan too is for, especially the half hour episodes, is to kind of be it's with fit within a genre, at least to fit in the genre of the the kind of show it's trying to be. Like She Hulk is supposed to be like a legal half hour comedy. Miss Marvel, I think, is supposed to be kind of like a teen drama or something. CW show. It's gonna teen. It's gonna be more. <laughs> it's gonna be a comedy ish. Unsubscribe. Like MCU's every Marvel movie is a comedy. She's um, gonna she's gonna tell somebody they failed the city. 
Um, but <laughs> She's just going to go full green arrow. <laughs> Lauren and John, what did you guys think of the first chunk of episodes, three episodes? The first episode I enjoyed because it reminded me of I Love Lucy somewhat, and I always loved that growing up. It needed more Vitamina Vegemin, though. And then, like, as the second and third episode went on, I still kind of enjoyed it, but I was having like I was struggling paying attention because I I didn't there wasn't enough intrigue about what was going on I needed more crumbs to be held over to wait for the episodes where things finally started getting told and shown to the audience so it's like I actually rewatched the show um starting last night and I was bored out of my mind for the first three episodes (laughs) honestly (laughs) like I did I was on my phone pretty much the whole time and I hate doing that when I'm watching things for the podcast but I was just so bored and like like you said um the performances are amazing like Catherine Hahn I love her in all those um genres and like even more so in the next uh episodes but it's like I don't know there's just it didn't hold my attention as I wish it would have and I can appreciate what it did very much so, but at the same time, and I like I understand it was important to set it up by having that many different episodes and genres to do what they wanted to do later. But looking back at it, it's a, like my mind's pretty much like you could cut two thirds of this first three episodes for me, and I'd be fine with it. Well, I think I think I disagree with you that they matter because I think the show gets too lost. It like it doesn't like there there doesn't end up ultimately really being a point to it. Yeah. Other than it being the conceit of the show. Well, that's what I mean. It's relevant to the conceit, but Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not necessary for the story, but I think it's entertaining enough and the performances are so strong that it just, you know. Uh, I mean, there's a there's an inherent reason why it is that format. Like when we when this concept was announced, no one really understood why. It, they were doing this format, but they were like, "Well, this is kind of cool, so let like let's let Marvel run with it." And then it isn't until they reveal it later on, like, "Oh, that's why they're doing it." They're like, "Okay, that's kind of cl- that's clever, and that makes sense, and that's thematic." I mean, have any of you read the comics? Because I haven't. No, I think I've read House of M. I haven't. But read there's the a WandaVision comic, is what I mean. That's like very Leave It to Beaver fifty sitcom. Yeah, I have not read that okay. one. But I think what I'm saying is it's this like family sitcom comedy thing. And I think ultimately getting a little ahead of myself, the fact that it stops being overly overtly focused on the family, even though it kind of it it gets too (laughs) distracted. If it would have stayed purely focused on Wanda, Vision and the twins, which are revealed at the are are born in the third episode, Mm -hmm. I think like keeping that conceit all the way through would have been a lot more effective and made a lot more sense in the but episode four which we're not to yet really flips everything on its head and kind of Mm-hmm. throws that all that out the window but john what did you think of the first three um yeah so i think it's it's interesting because so shows like the dick van dyke show or i love lucy i'm not sure what the bewitched is the second what, episode bewitched is the second one that's right and then the third one would be reminiscent like brady bunch of, kind of was that the third one yeah 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 i think so like they like i well first of all i didn't have cable so like nick at night or something like that like we didn't oh, watch that was like my favorite old about going to hotels we would just watch nick at night before bed <laughs> you're an old soul lauren i know <laughs> so it's interesting because i didn't have a lot of connection to the source material or the source inspiration except for so the well specifically the first episode the first episode again like you said lauren 
take it or leave it because I was so invested in the mystery aspect of it. I wanted more of that, but I do appreciate the format that they were going for and how they kind of just threw you into, no, this is a fifties like comedy. And it tried to recreate so many of the different stereotypes of those types of shows. It was interesting though, because I, I responded much better to the second and third episodes of this chunk, probably because they were reminiscent of titles that were reminiscent of the source inspiration. So for instance, the second episode be the bewitched inspired one reminded me of Pleasantville. Mm -hmm. And I, um, and I really kind of got dragged into that in that tone. The third episode reminded me of that 70s show. And so that kind of led me into that. I, but it's so it's it's interesting. And one of the things that was so confusing about the first episode and to a certain degree, the second episode, but not as much, actually, I think um, Elizabeth Olsen did a great job in that second episode as well. Is just who am I cheering for in this, especially in the early part? Because you don't really know what's going on. And I think in the third episode, once Vision starts to quote unquote become sentient, so to speak, I think that's when the show started to give me someone specifically to cheer for or to relate to. Even with the huge mystery of what is actually going on with these characters, just going through the format of the different genres of show wasn't as compelling for me. And I will say, I feel like there were things like Lauren said, going back and I didn't get a chance to rewatch it, but I'm thinking about things. And there were some things about the, the hints or the clues, or like you said, the breadcrumbs that like, no, something more sinister or mysterious is going on here. They didn't really, they don't really make sense. Like they're kind of just there to, to let you know that, this is a weird yeah this is a weird hybrid comedy show comedy what do you mean by make sense though they're they're breadcrumbs leading to episode four in the reveal that what's happening outside it what 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 more is it supposed to be i yeah i guess uh, like is it is it the show's fault that you were trying to make it something more than it was no i think it's it's my fault probably and i mean that's the Oof, that's Let's the... clip that and put it at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the the theme of the last we need to, two months we need to go back to like beginning been... <laughs> episodes with clips of ourselves and like that one just needs to go in. The theme of these last two months has been it's my fault. <laughs> it's all my fault. Um, I got dark for a second. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, God. Yeah. I wish the show had gotten darker. Like there were so many hints. Like when the guy, one of my favorite moments in the first three episodes is when the neighbor—I can't remember his name off the top of my head—but he was Herb. using the hedge trimmer or whatever to go through the brick wall. And there's these yeah. hints at like horror that maybe they could have gone like Twilight Zoney with stuff. I don't know. Right. But I yeah. wish we had gotten that kind of genre turn. I got some Jordan Peele vibes, like again, yeah, out and us from it. Yeah, too. it's very. It's very like glitch in the matrix kind mm-hmm. of thing. And you're just like, it's such a, it would have been cool to see more things like that, that just unsettle mm-hmm. you. Even if it was just stuff in the background that maybe we wouldn't have noticed the first time around. I don't know. Yeah. And then it would just get flooded into Twitter. Like, oh my God, yeah. this happened. 
Ahmed's in the background delivering babies. It's like, who knew? I would have, that's why I would have rather them gone down this path than the path that they did in episodes four through six. See, honestly, which four ultimately, is the start none of, of that stuff ends up show. going anywhere. Like, none of the episodes four through six go anywhere. So I guess we're naturally pivoting. Anybody else have any, like, general thoughts on episodes one through three? No. No, I could have. Okay. <laughs> no, not really. I'm going to push back on four through six, though. I think some of that, like, I mean, I think it does, it does have some necessity or meaning like i mean what episode four was was rambo's uh flashback right mm-hmm. also well, it does actually real quick yes, go ahead i go think ahead. just to go back real quick it would have and again i apologize folks because so to complete my my thought of it's all my fault let me elaborate on that <laughs> um being heavily invested in like reading stuff about it beforehand and like watching theory videos and that kind of thing i sort of knew who Geraldine's character was. Yeah, and, and then so you told when us. they showed up, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yes, I apologize. <laughs> I, well, I, it was they announced the casting. I'm sorry. No, it's, I still <laughs> three, three of us did it. not know that. Um, no, I knew it. I I just give you shit for telling everybody else who might not. Know it. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was unaware. And, and, and so I thought, like, so the shock of episode three, probably, like, I wonder how this show would have hit in the pre-internet times when like you if really you had like, if you hadn't known anything about it yeah mm-hmm. yeah and you had to like go to the supermarket and pick up like the tv guide or like some tabloid to like read one of the featured pieces or something like mm-hmm. that um so your thesis is the internet's bad yeah yeah um, <laughs> and it's all my fault um <laughs> it's all my fault slash the internet is bad unrelated but maybe not um <laughs> So so I wonder how that moment cuz that was but even yeah just to quickly sort of give some more praise to Elizabeth Olsen and uh, I'm going to butcher her name Tiana Cherry Tiana no, Paris T- Why did I mean? say Ch- Paris? I don't know why I said Cherry. <laughs> um like that that scene at the end of oh sorry that scene at the end of episode 3 where Wanda like slips back into Segovian and then they have this whole like discussion about her brother, and then Geraldine's like, "Oh, he was blah 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 blah." Um, I guess we're full spoilers, right? Yes. Yeah. For episodes okay, one through three now. No, right? no, you can't be spoil anything. No one's yeah. gonna just listen. Oh, to them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just okay. want dis- to I want to oh. talk about them in chunks because I think we would have quickly never talked about anything in episode one through three if we didn't. Yeah, and I have a question yeah, about fair. these, but it pertains to stuff that happens after. But still, in this episode, what going on? <laughs> well, like I think that I think that was such a powerful moment, even with knowing who Geraldine was. Like I think, if someone had not known who Geraldine was and then heard her say he was killed by Ultron, right? They would have been like, "What the fuck?" And then episode four would have been way more impactful. I no, think. it works. Well, I mean, everyone in this it's, world yeah. knows who Ultron was. I think does everyone? Yeah, know? he did. Like. I don't know how on the well, grand, I mean, but like that's the, the thing, average person world... like me, how much would I know if I lived in this universe? Well, they would know, but would they have known that sh- her brother specifically yeah. was killed yeah. by Ultron? this not, world too, know. like I, we had no idea when it was actually set. Mm-hmm. So it's like this could have been, there could have been some time travel shit yeah. that we weren't aware of. So like that, that at least gives us, okay, so this is clearly down the road, some shit's going down. As someone who knew who Tiana Paris was cast as. I, I So I was in similar to John's boat. I knew who she was going to be. I 
that moment works. I, I like Lauren was bored for those first few episodes, but I think like the build up, and I can kind of agree. I again, I think the first three episodes would stand up more if they kept the through line of being about WandaVision and their family throughout the whole episode show. But episode as a, <laughs> about as a build up to the reveal in episode four, and I think the episode four we'll use this as our pivot point is a good episode i think that's what i think i i my problem with those middle chunks is it becomes way too interested and ultimately the the sword stuff but i think it it, if they landed setting up all these characters and then paid them off in this show in any way Mm -hmm. episode four through six would be more meaningful and worked better but the the show then ultimately wants to settle back in to be just about ultimately wanda like yeah and it gets really sidetracked and then it also builds up all your anticipation in those middle episodes for a lot of things and some theorizing i jumped on the theorizing bandwagon and got excited by the prospect of the evan peters pietro thing but none of that stuff although i think i sent a thread to you guys after episode seven and like i listed like 15 things they need to pay off in the last two episodes and then they burnt episode eight an episode episode of television i love so nothing advanced with an episode eight and then by episode nine like half those characters i was like they need to wrap these up literally i mean literally nothing happens with them. yeah so that's what i think what hurts those middle episodes even though they were pretty well executed i like woo woo and darcy are great together i agree Mm -hmm. But it just doesn't mean anything in the context of this show, even if it's going to mean something in a grander scheme of things. Well, I think that's that's part of the problem. I think a lot of these shows might have this issue mm-hmm. because I don't know how necessary they're going to make them to to be for the MCU. Like, because they still want people like maybe if they don't have Disney Plus, they still want them to go buy. This whole show to, is setting up for the yeah, MCU. it's a lot of stuff from Wanda to everybody that's involved four through six. Mm-hmm. It is yeah, all but about like, the MCU. But you could setup. have them show up in a movie and in five minutes be like, "Here's who I am." It's like, cool, let's move on. I mean, and I think that's, I think they'll do that anyway, because they don't want people to go into a movie and be like, who the fuck is this character that I never met? Why is Vision white all of a sudden? Because Hollywood. Yeah. Uh. Ooh, <laughs> quick question Ooh. about the first three episodes. Wait. Was Agatha rewinding it or was Wanda rewinding things? Wanda. Wanda. See, I thought it was Agatha, because why else would she be in the directing chair? The Agatha all along commercial. Or song because oh, it was a really funny bit. Yeah, I know, but like the com- or her song makes no sense. Then, like, yeah, it wasn't I her. Agree. All along. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> she did. She was doing things, but I don't know why. Still, like, she killed a dog. Yes, and but I don't know. But that's maybe not here maybe right she now. allowed the the beekeeper in. No, like, no, that was no. her extent. Agatha <laughs> didn't do. Agatha is a spectator until she's not at the end yeah. of episode seven. It just seemed like she was trying to catalyze certain reactions maybe from Wanda by doing small things. I don't know. Because mm. like one of the things we see yeah, her do like is like she was wa- she was waving her hand at the bunny during the magic show. It's like, what did that accomplish? I think I think it was probably just her antagonizing Wanda. Like even though Wanda doesn't necessarily know how she's doing mm-hmm. this or realize that she's doing it. By like prodding her along and t- antagonizing her a little bit, it 
it stresses her out to the point that the facade yeah. and the illusion starts to have cracks. And yeah, yeah, because like once it cracks enough, she was she was testing. That makes sense. Like in the scene where she's talking to the uh, the neighbor, the guy who cut through the wall. She was there telling her, it's like, oh, that uh, Geraldine doesn't belong here, blah, blah, blah. So she does catalyze it. Well, no, she didn't catalyze that. That happened without her influence. That was just being told to Vision. So, yeah, what was she doing? I I don't know. (laughs) I think Vision might have done something if that was the case. Like, I think it was like, oh, well, Wanda took care of it for me. Okay, cool. Yeah. Defend the, the middle episodes. And maybe you don't defend them anymore. I don't know. Me defending the middle episodes is basically just me being like, I mean, I love all these actors and these characters. Do we need a lot of it? No. But I did See, love the Mal- Malcolm in the middle episode. I loved that one. And that was in the middle section. Mm-hmm. I, like that was when those like sitcom things, they were changing enough from like the first two episodes. They were close enough in genre that they felt too similar. Whereas I like the ones where we get the bigger jumps to the like types of sitcoms or shows. That was enough to keep me interested. Well, and especially there was the cracking of the mm-hmm. illusion. Like episode five at the end where the credits like real as vision like stormed into the house or into the living room. And they had that kind of confrontation. That was palpable. Like that was... I mean, it was very overt and it was very, yes, we're breaking the fourth wall. Here's how kind of thing. But it, I don't know. It still worked as combining the mood of like just this very mysterious and creepiness and underlying, underlying sort of sinisterness to the show, especially in a format like a, like an 80s sitcom that's supposed to be like, so like happy go lucky sort of kind of thing too. I mean, I think my way of defending, you know, four through six is the same way I always defend two through three. It's like, is all of it necessary? No. But is all (laughs) of it entertaining? Yes. Very much. I have a question for you guys about the show. Do you think there are episodes we're not seeing? Like, is it constantly just, are they constantly being filmed throughout their days and that's just put on TV as episodically? Or are they just having like the one episode we saw repeated over and over? Or something like what is Darcy seeing as a viewer? I mean, didn't she say she went through like two weeks of footage? Oh, did she? I don't know. It's something like that. So I think it is. It's like live, but with edits mm-hmm. from Wanda. You know, they but I don't even know if it's Wanda because at one point Darcy, I think it was Darcy, asked, or maybe it was um, Rambo. Someone says like someone is censoring the broadcast. And when I was watching it the second time, it really felt like it was Agnes or Agatha that was doing it to me. But, I mean, it could be both. It could have been. Could be she's, Wanda, I don't know. It could have been Agnes trying to hide her own involvement. I mean, that's kind of how I thought, maybe. But I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to know, just thinking about it, it's like, was there actually an audience? Because at one point, Agatha, we see her sitting in the audience chairs. but Or was it just a laugh track that played? Because it's like, can you imagine if the, she pulled in, if Wanda was secretly unknowing maybe to her, pulling in the neighbors and they had to sit and watch the show as audience members? It's like, <laughs> it gets disturbing the more you think about it. Then they couldn't <laughs> more be in the char- as the characters, though. Yeah. I also, real quick, Zach, to get back to your point, because I forgot this was a comment I want to make. I think, I think the, like, I, I partly agree with you. Like, I think Darcy and Wu don't really go anywhere, but they're entertaining mm-hmm. to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with Monica, I think the idea. Uh, she doesn't go anywhere are, either. 
just got got news for you. So there's <laughs> eight hours of people I, sleeping on TV. Darcy watched them sleep for eight hours. And <laughs> go ahead, but I, go, John. I think that's the not, idea that she true. is like, she is like. Well, I guess not really. I maybe the fourth or fifth or whatever um, person to get enhanced, and that she has this connection to uh, Captain Marvel. I think that's. That's the through line and the idea that because of that, then she can be, it's she can take a more stone. prominent role, not in, not just in sword, but in Nick Fury's operation mm-hmm. that's going on in space. Like that's, that's the thing that we're supposed to like have investment in. But yes, but what does that have to do with WandaVision? Maybe not, but. I know this is jumping ahead, but are we sure it's Nick Fury that they I were talking about? I mean, it's I, Nick Fury or Talos, and yeah, it's I'm so, thinking I mean, it might be. But who are Talos? who? As as from Spider-Man: Far From Home, they're they're technically the same at this point. They're 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 working together. Yeah, and I guess I guess they were kind of like they were they were what's the word? God damn it! Um, implying there it is, <laughs> implying that they were like up. So that would be Fury, right? Because he's he Talos? in space. Yeah. Talos, yeah, is Talos Fury is fucking at this around moment. Is is potentially it? Don't Fury invoke right her now. name. Yeah. You know, yeah, she is a stepping stone in this. But I think one of the main reasons you include her, it wasn't necessarily done well. But she was a very, like her prominent, like how she viewed the world in Wanda. She was coming from the aspect of grief, and she very much understood why Wanda was doing the things she did. And so maybe she was supposed to help us sympathize with her more, which I always did. But um, I mean, she- and like maybe provide a foil to yeah. Wanda too, right? Here's Wanda fucking shit up because of grief. Here's Monica dealing with her grief in a more healthy I mean, we way, didn't really see her deal with her grief though again jumping ahead a little bit like they don't earn that they don't earn oh no her they don't becoming they her, her becoming powered we, they don't earn no it's like literally it's just like it happens yeah like they don't but they, <laughs> i mean they don't that's how it. mutation works <laughs> and then just they happens. don't they don't yeah, do over, anything over cool millions of years no, okay not in this world <laughs> <laughs> they don't do anything cool with it then like they don't that grief thread is an interesting thread but then mm-hmm. their scene at the end like has nothing there oh like, no i don't i'm like why are they talking to each other it's like, like why is wanda apologizing to yeah. her specifically yeah. and that <laughs> yeah. yeah she's apologizing to the person like not to anybody else it's like yeah. you're gonna hate me yeah if you don't say anything be like <laughs> hey here's the shit i was going through i'm really sorry about this <laughs> again i can agree with you that these were entertaining episodes I enjoyed every character's performance. I mean, episode five gave us gave us baby vision. That's all it needed to exist in my mind. <laughs> that was great. But Highlight like, moment of the year. My my like frustration. Baby Yoda, baby vision, baby Groot, baby Groot, baby Damn. vision. I don't know, guys. This is a big deal. Disney's throwing these babies at us, and I don't know what to do about no, it. No, I'm kidding. It's baby Groot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was about to say. I was like, "There's no way, Lawrence, that's like baby Groot." <laughs> like I said, these are entertaining episodes. I I didn't dislike any of them. I just I was I the stuff with Wanda and Vision that was inside these middle chunks was still really mm-hmm. great, and I was enjoying Vision Incredible. as detective. Incredible, but, yeah. and yes, there was the ancillary stuff, but then it just ultimately ended up not adding up to meaning anything. 
really. And it was all very predictable where it was going to go, too. Like, I did not go on any message boards, and I had a pretty good hunch of where all this was going to end up, and they didn't really have any fun ways of executing. There there was a problem in the execution, you you know, even if you know where it's going to go. Did you know they were going to mention the ship of Theseus? (laughs) Did I know about the ship of Theseus? What? Yeah, were they? Yeah. That was just a joke that fell flat. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, anybody have any general thoughts on four through six? The Yo Magic commercial was the creepiest oh, yeah. commercial. <laughs> it's for sure. Like I got legitimate like what the fuck vibes from. Was that the it. was I, that like, the desert? It was island the one, one where the kid couldn't open the yogurt yeah. and starved to death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like the most like there's there's like some it's like the most metal. It's like '90s has like that rad like kids thing, but then also has like the fucking metal like. <laughs> And it's just, it combines those two. It's like, I did not see that yeah. combination come. That was, that was good. Mm-hmm. And it was perfect that it was yogurt. Because if I'm being honest, <laughs> it was always yogurt commercials that always convinced me I was more epic than I was at 12 or whatever. <laughs> like, I remember like the first time I saw a gogurt commercial, go-gurt. I was just like, I must get into extreme sports. Yes. It's like, I need to get <laughs> some gogurt and I will learn how to skateboard. <laughs> yeah, This I mean, explains now, your origin now story Now we get so the, uh, the Activia ones. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I went from Jimmy I can skateboard to I need to same. get my shit in check. <laughs> 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 literally. Literally. <laughs> I, wish there was a, I wish there was a rim shot one. Oh my god. You've been asked to leave the podcast. At first, now. I thought you meant, um, I was like, I wish there was a rim shot yogurt. It's like, okay. Um. <laughs> no, rim shot apps. Speaking of the commercials, though, so it was the same two people doing the commercials, the same um, actress and actor. So were what were those people like? I'm assuming those were also neighbors, just randomly. There were just two people in storage just doing. Did how many? How many commercials were there that we didn't get to see? I want to see all the commercials. My thought on, um, I'm trying to remember her name, but like the neighbor who was kind of like the leader of that, the group. Mm-hmm. Dottie. Dottie. Emma Caulfield's character. I, I, like she looked familiar to me. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, like to me, she reminded me of one of the, like, do you guys mind if I spoil anything from um, uh, Carter, Agent Carter? Oh, I've seen it. Because, like, there were, like, the Black Widow agents in that. I was like, wasn't she one of them? Like, I, I could be wrong, but that was my thoughts. Like, maybe Speaking she, of like she, secret agent type stuff that's not actually a secret agent thing, who do you think, Jim, <laughs> like, uh, Jimmy Woo said he, the whole reason he found out about this place in the first place was one of his um, people who was in, uh, oh, my God, what's it called? Witness protection. Yes, uh... Do you think that'll come back later? I want to know who was in witness protection in yeah, this Westview. Yeah, I like the way that was another thing where the way they t- like that's the thing that's like frustrating about this show is because the the concept of like the the wacky the wackiness and the the mystery and the the surrealness of it is inherent in it. So you go into it wanting to know what the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. And when they tease that, you're you're automatically elevated to, oh, this must be a very important detail. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's not an important detail. Maybe it's lit- mm-hmm. Maybe it's just yeah. like, well, what would an FBI agent like be doing to like investigate? Maybe like, it's a just constant pivoting. We think we have Quicksilver, but then they tell us it's just a dude named Boner. But maybe it is actually Quicksilver, and he's that in was, the witness protection. That was, 
one of my all-time favorite memes, and I didn't like it because I didn't want it because it was the morning of that episode and I didn't want to spoil oh. it, was Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. Like, you know when uh, Tony names his thing Barf? And he's just like, <laughs> yeah. and they named him Boner. <laughs> and it just killed me. I was crying. Oh. Another question. In So we learned that or there's a part in the Full House episode where Agnes is like, do you want me to take that again? And it's clear that mm-hmm. she's like acting and stuff. But I'm just so confused because so uh, Wanda is supposed to be the most powerful person in the universe, basically. So you would think that Agatha coming into this universe, she would have gone through the same transition as everyone else if Wanda is so powerful. But yet Agatha is actually aware of everything the whole time. Well, I think so. I think the idea is uh, Wanda hasn't manifested as the Scarlet like Witch. Like she has yet. the potential. She but has the potential for it, but not yet. yet. And so I think it could also be like Agatha just has protection. Yeah, like she's, she's got a really good probably... shield. Ruined up her body. Who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, runes for days. When if she was in her house when Wanda created the hex, no, it's... she was coming in from the outside post hex. The hex called her to that area. Did it? Yeah, she's I like. She I think she said Westview. she felt something like all these spells going off, and that's what pulled her to the, see what was happening because it was I, so I, many spells I'm at glad once. You rewatched it because I, I just I mean, I could she be was wrong. Living in Westview, no, I don't think she was being a you know an East because that uh, upper seemed New York like a huge time. coincidence. No, because remember she said that's not your house; it's Boner's house or whatever in the later episode. It was actually Boner's okay. house, mm, so she was okay. coming in from the outside. Okay, well, that makes sense then that she would be able to break in. She could, I, I could buy that Agatha was powerful enough and knowledgeable enough to, shield to break into the break into the hex without yeah. being. Yeah, I mean, she she was able to fight Wanda a little bit. Yeah, but then it's like you see you see Vision when she's in <laughs> the car at um in that Halloween episode. Yeah. He like she's does like, the thing to her brain yeah. and she fakes it. So you'd think that yeah. he would understand that he didn't actually do anything to her, but I don't know. He's a new robot. Who knows? He's a baby. He's not even a robot. He's a he's a No, like, he is a robot. What is he? They call he's, him he's, like he's, a synthetic human or something. No, yeah, yeah. I don't remember no, he's, what he is. He's, well, yeah. he's physical. He creates matter. Yeah, yeah. he's matter. He's he's yeah. a copy of vision that just lacks the memory. Also also the the show like Agatha being able to break in without the show has grounding for that in that the further away you got from Wanda, the less oh, like control yeah, and aware. Yeah, I know, but the shield, anything. like the barrier, still completely changed everyone and wiped their memory. Well, not wipe their memories, but like put something over their memories and recast mm-hmm. them or whatever. You know, maybe so like, if in Agatha all along, yeah, it feels like maybe they should have shown her like f- flying through, winking at the camera. Yeah, like, like that. that's all I would have needed, honestly. Episodes four through six. Oh, Anything else on that? The chunk? other thing we talked about that comes up in those middle sec- like those middle episodes. So, so was Wanda? I guess she was just keeping all the children. Well, I guess it comes up later again because Emma Caulfield's character. I think they really name, throw this. They don't don't really follow up. I with think this. the kids are just being locked in their bedrooms because the one yeah. woman was like, "Can she come out of her room? She can be the bully yeah. or something." But it was just such a weird thing that they they kept being like, where are all the kids? I imagine them like being Blair Witched. Like they're just facing a wall. It's weird that they pay lip service to it. And then yeah. it's like has no plot bearing whatsoever. Yeah. You know, it's like because uh, like it uh, doesn't Pietro mentions it. Mm-hmm. And then the 
then then she mentions yeah. it and then that's it right? it's like yeah. i guess wanda her line is she won't do mind control but she'll do imprisonment of children i don't know <laughs> yeah but she also is doing mind control <laughs> but i mean i don't think she was mind controlling the kids i think they were just locked away do we yeah, want to talk I mean, about okay, the yeah. pietro of it all yeah we probably all? should <laughs> i mean uh, i mean Bullshit! It was. I mean, Evan Evan Peters was great in episode six. I think. Yes, he did a fantastic job. We can get to episode yeah. nine and talk about that later. <laughs> but I think as like watching the interaction between him and Elizabeth Olsen was like they had great yeah. chemistry. I think one of my favorite moments with him, I'm assuming it was purposefully done, was the kid. Not was it Billy or Tommy, the one who has super speed. He looks at Evan Peters' character and he goes, kick Tommy. ass. And it's like, you know, that's uh, the other Quicksilver's. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah, his name? That Aaron, was a great. What's his name? Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, it was, you know, his role. So it just gave me a good chuckle. Well, and Evan Evan Peters was in kick ass. He was a friend. Yeah, <gasps> that's what? right. He was the best, I forgot all he about He was the best that. friend. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just more that was like that joke had multiple Yeah, lines. it has layers. Yeah. Well, it's an and, onion. <laughs> additionally, there's the line before that or after that where Evan Peters goes, Unleash hell demon spawn. And immediately every nerd on the internet who knew the source yeah. material was just like Mephisto, Mephisto! Oh yeah, because at one point too, in one of the earlier episodes, Agatha says, I think it was in episode two, uh, someone says the devil's in the details, and then she says that's not the only place he is. So I think I saw that or I heard yeah, that the they... same time. So it's like so I think it was just another reason where everyone was so expecting uh, expectant of having like a big bad at the end. It's like in the end, the big bad is grief. <laughs> I'm okay with I'm okay with that. The big bad being. Grief. Oh no, I just, I much but prefer why it, tease it. Like that. Like here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing though. It's like it's not. It doesn't feel clever. It just feels like annoying. It's <laughs> like, ha huh, ha, huh, we got you with that Mephisto thing. Hey, remember when you thought the X Men were here? Fuck <laughs> yeah, that one. That's the one that bothered me the most. It's like, why cast him then? It's just the biggest troll. <laughs> yeah, I just I did. It's like, I loved the Iron Man 3 one. I thought that was fucking incredible. Which Iron Man 3 one? What do you, what yeah, do you which mean? one? The Mandarin. Oh. The fake out of the Mandarin. Yeah, oh. Like, I thought that was great where it's just like Trevor but or whatever. But, but then that's the other thing. He's not the Mandarin, though. Like, this, no, we're the, get, real we're getting the real Mandarin, I think, Shang-Chi. in the other movie. Yeah, that one. But that wasn't like, it didn't have all of this buildup. It was one movie. And then it's kind of like, oh, yep, okay, cool. Whereas this was multiple episodes spread out over a week being like, hey, we're hinting at this big thing. Oh, yeah, guess what? It's not actually happening. Not only that, it's just like when people start thinking about the concept and start thinking about the various different source materials that Marvel usually pulls from for each of its movies, people immediately go to that comic, which Mm -hmm. had like, especially especially when people saw in promotional image the two cribs and immediately they thought tommy and billy and then when they think tommy and billy they're like it's a one step to get to mephisto so people so when tommy and billy were not just like born but also like became kids and actors in the show then it's like with powers then it's like yeah mephisto has to be yeah but see as someone who knows zero about mephisto it's like I don't care about any of what you guys are just now no, saying. This is fa- this <laughs> well, is fair, yeah. yeah, I don't either. But it's not relevant to the show at all either, though. Yeah. This is all conjecture, you know. Like I think the show successfully avoids getting lost in that. Mm-hmm. I think the, well, but, I think the winking think- to the the Fox X Men verse, and then not, and then it 
well, at least at this point, not being a thing. That's more of was It was not a very smart move on their part. Yeah, no, see, that's the one that annoys me. The Mephisto thing I'm fine with. And that's, I think the thing is, like like you said, since you don't have, like, all Mm -hmm. of that backstory of Mephisto, that's why you're fine with it. But it's, like, the fans who were really excited yeah. about it because they kept hinting at it and it's like guess what it's not a thing yeah i don't know like, it might well, just I don't be because i just not played hint? the it's last of us not again at it. where the big bad is grief for a lot of that and it's like i'm just cool. gonna soak in it again where wanda's just abused and sad <laughs> and it's not, not like i'm mad that no. it's not yeah. mephisto like i'm fine that but Mep- it's very intentional i think yeah i think but it's also not not a thing yet for as much as this show was just yeah, I mean, Wanda is the, it's the story's based only about Wanda, really. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it is successful as a story about getting to know Wanda more. But it also only wants us to know more about Wanda so she can be have a bigger role in the in the, MC, next, in the next. Well, not even Which, just honestly, Doctor Strange. Time, like because she didn't have big yeah, enough roles in the previous yeah. films. <laughs> no, I agree. I think that's great. She had but a, like, I disagree. The, she had a the, pretty big role in Civil War, I believe. I mean, she's one of the most powerful people and we've barely gotten to see that. Is all I'm saying. It's like she's definitely been not lived up to her full potential. She's been, but she's she been doesn't know that either. Yeah, underutilized. Like, yeah. To to get off this and then go to the last three episodes, and we can talk theory stuff after the last three discussion. But everything else in the show is teasing out. You know, it's teasing out Wu having being the face of the FBI or even Sword going forward. It's. Darcy, hey, Darcy's still around, and she's working for Sword and can have a role going forward as one of the. I mean, as, do we know if she's working for Sword? Well, she might be going I mean, back to work yeah. with. I'm assuming she's going to go off and be in the next. She was Thor recruited movie again. Maybe, possibly. I mean, I think she is cast in that. I mean, Darcy, she just bamfed out of there basically because she what didn't want to yeah. do with the paperwork. I don't remember what the line was, but <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like that's what uh, a lot of this show does. It's just like its characters just are like peace. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, so like the the woo thing is a tease for later. the The Darcy thing is like, hey, she's still here, and every, you still like her. We're gonna keep bring mm-hmm. her back. The Rambo thing's like, hey, we're setting up Secret Invasion and Captain Marvel two. The Mephisto thing could still play out. Mm-hmm. Agnes is still on the board. Like they yeah, can I, use her. I seriously doubt this is it, the last we see oh, of her. Oh, it could. It, yeah. I'm. I'm not saying it won't. I'm just saying like, I I think it should have had more payoff in this show. Sure. Like, no. Unfortunately, I, I everything should have had more payoff, payoff in this show. <laughs> but but yeah, even, and even I think the that's Evan, the show's biggest flaw. Yeah, yeah, and I think the Evan Peters thing is even going to pan out in some capacity. I I don't think oh, he's going to be the only Fox. <laughs> person to transfer over to the mcu i i think they're going to recast some other people but if they if they do something like that again people are going to be like they're not going to be as excited because they're going to be like this is probably another fake out like, i don't think be... i think i think they're smart enough not to do another yeah, fake I don't out with think the X-Men. They will. i sure hope so episode seven through nine the last chunk i think i think episode seven is i can't even remember what happens in it is, it's is it the modern the family episode? up what? no it's my favorite <laughs> that was Which your favorite one? okay just it was another case family of the one where half right? most of the episode vision and darcy are just like driving in the they car or the yes. the van thing or oh yeah the yeah. truck the vision vision i love him talking to, to the camera actual... doing his commentary yeah. and at one yeah. point when he stands up and takes the mic off his suit yeah just... he's like what am i doing and then yeah. he flies away honestly it was my favorite it was my favorite um agnes episode 
because she had so many great lines in it, Catherine Hahn did. Like the one where mm. she's like, um, I think I got here in the nick of time because she, she was just one split end away from cutting her own bangs, which as a woman who has cut her bangs before, it hit home. Yeah. And then she, she was like, she would have throwaway lines where um, she was like, I don't trust, or like when she wanted the kids to come over to her house or whatever, she's like, don't worry, I don't bite. And then like to the camera, she's like, I actually did bite a kid once. <laughs> I, I, I lost it. It's like, I lost it. Yeah. Like that's that's what was Han, weird to me. It's like, ever. Oh my god. <laughs> Agatha Harkness was really good. Yeah. But Agnes was fucking uh, yeah, incredible. Yeah, she was. <laughs> like, even the stuff when she would talk about her husband in the earlier episodes, <laughs> I was like, oh, Agnes, you, you rap scallion. I love you. I guess episode seven, I think not great about, because I agree. I, I like the vision stuff. I, I just think, again, that's where I sent that. And it gave Ben one of his favorite Twitter accounts currently. Though, they the case really, of the Mondays one. They really <laughs> just folded. They, it tried to do so much. And it's just like, how are they going to pay all this off? And then they don't. And in what in what Zach, can you elaborate on that? What do you mean? Well, like that's where we find out Monica is getting powers, right? The the yeah. Pietro's like gone. That she's the at whole least time. being changed, yeah. And we were like, what what's happening there? Darcy is literally stuck at a traffic light. Vision <laughs> flies off and then never appears for like ten more minutes. It's like, how big is this town all of a sudden? In it's all just fairness, like, this show and time makes no sense a lot of yeah. the time. <laughs> the, and this one made the least amount of sense. <laughs> And then it makes even less sense after whatever, you know, like technically all of that episode picks up a couple of minutes later in the last episode. It just, Mm -hmm. I think this is where the pieces start unraveling, even if the conceit and the execution of the modern family stuff is really well done. And this is the last sitcom episode too of the, yeah. yeah. I think there would have been more payoff if they didn't spend the entire next episode on things we already knew about. Like, yes, I Get it. Wanda has a very sad backstory. She's told me about it in Age of Ultron. Told She's told me about it in Civil War. She's told me about it in Infinity War. By watching television so- shows, and that got her through the torturous two days of staring at a bomb. I, I just, You're just I dead know. inside. She also, for, that was her first use of magic, was Was it, though? We don't yeah. actually know. No, they think, didn't clarify. I think they... I Agatha think implying, comments yeah. about it. So, I, I mean, the retcon of... Wanda and I, I possibly Pietro having powers actually prior to interacting with the Mind Stone is really interesting. Hinting at them being mutants, possibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, that was the unclear thing because, like, Wanda was very much she didn't do anything to the bomb, and Agnes wasn't sure. I don't yeah. know. So I, mean, I didn't yes, know. It's where open to the interpretation. I agree. <laughs> but yeah, she had to have some powers at some point because the Mind Stone just amplified it. I just. I don't know. I just really, really lo- like. I I told these guys the. I honestly, I would put that episode in the top ten of like standalone MCU things. I mean, yes, it's it's eight. it's great chemistry Ugh. between, um, Ugh. Catherine Hahn and Elizabeth. And it's a beautiful. Olsen. It's a beautiful yeah. Olsen is great in it. She gets like five or six great scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then we don't get, like, and that's, like, but you're talking about all these characters that didn't get enough to do. And it's, like, because we, we spent this whole episode on Wanda with things that we already kind of knew. Yeah, but, but I like, think, I don't I think see the ninth episode. Sorry. Go ahead, Lauren. I was <sighs> just going to say, like, it doesn't seem like a flaw to me that episode eight is showing us things that technically we always knew. Because, the like, we knew about them very bare bones in previous films and stuff. But they didn't, like, I don't know, they didn't... um 
really further or explore them. Like, like I was saying when I like right after I watched the episode, I was saying this is the first time I have ever been on board with Wanda and Vision's romance because in the films it was so ill-formed we barely got to see anything of it i didn't believe in it at all it legitimately creeped me out because she i always <laughs> saw her kind of as a child in the relationship because he babied her and stuff or just was and so this time i was actually like oh i understand why they're a couple now so it's very important <laughs> i think a lot of this stuff could have worked if it a was spread out through multiple episodes like the rest of the the sword stuff if it was like sp- you know, sprinkled throughout the episodes, and B wasn't how do you at the tell end. That, I mean, that couldn't have worked though, because this like, was all Agnes or Agatha doing all this, taking her down memory lane. You couldn't spread it out. Well, the flashbacks you you could have, and then they'd just be even faster when Agnes. But when yeah, but that doesn't make sense. Having random flashbacks. Yeah, I don't know how you construct like. I don't know how you structure that into the show. I, yeah. And I'm not saying I'm not saying I know how either. I'm just saying no. the way they did it, I had I thought was not. I, good. I could get a little bit more on your side, Ben, if they if the ninth episode like wrapped up all those loose mm-hmm. ends, but then it felt rushed. But the fact that the by the, the ninth episode didn't care about any of those characters either. Like the show was literally done with everybody basically yeah. by the end of the seventh episode also, anyways question about the eighth so is this is the eighth episode when wanda figures out what she did like yes. i was always yeah. so yes. confused because she didn't truly understand the world she was in for the majority of the show so then it was like well i guess mm-hmm. she figured that out in episode eight that she caused this and technically i mean but she also bounced around like she came out of the hex to talk to the people and went back in so it was hard so hard to keep track of what she yeah, actually knew so that, that's and like then a, at that's one like point part she's inconsistency too yeah and like when she's mm-hmm. talking to vision in the ninth episode she's like i should have told you as soon as i figured out what happened but it's like as far as I know, you just figured that out like 30 minutes ago in this world. So this was the first time I you were seeing it. I think she might have. She knew she was in control of it, obviously. Yeah. But maybe she didn't she understand why she. Yeah, like, maybe. She was, she was hiding from the reasoning why. Well, that's why I kind of it wondered. Happened. It's like, was the spell so strong that like when we see her step into the role as the 50s housewife or what, or maybe earlier, I don't know what decade, um, whatever housewife, I kind of was like, so did maybe she somewhat wipe her own memory, like turning her into a character so that she didn't, is that why maybe she, she didn't have. fully understand what was going she, on? Because like her grief, her grief, herself, what, yeah. you know, she kept um, changing what didn't belong in the universe. So technically her grief did not belong in this universe. So maybe she kind of mm-hmm. wiped it and it would peek through from time to time. I don't know. I also think they give the rope to the idea that she was so firing on all cylinders with power she has never used mm-hmm. before like she couldn't even really grasp what was happening to herself as yeah. she was like creating all this ma- she was creating matter controlling hundreds of people you know all these things um i think you could you could give some rope to that yeah ben also though the the, the other bit one more little thing about episode eight the, the i i thought as for the as for like the plotting of the show, like the reveal that Sword didn't, she didn't steal Vision, and mm-hmm. I thought that was a huge little a turn yeah, a in deal. like plot point reveal that was why, also a great was a showcase for. Her. Well, because I mean, we thought we thought Vision was inside the hex with her, 
like if they're like I, the, the original I, but vision. To me, it doesn't matter. Like she brought vision back. She created vision. It's like we already knew. Yeah, she but was now we know she didn't go against his will or whatever. Like she respected vision's desire for what would happen in the case of his death. It's like, that's kind of a big deal. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to have to She did not betray vision. This, and that pains me so hard to say, but <laughs> um, as, like it, the tension. Wait, what did you say? Exactly, exactly, Ben. Exactly. <laughs> no, like I legit did not hear you. Oh, I'm... he agrees with me, and it pains him. Um, oh, I like. It's... I'm so sorry. We can also I'm clip so that sorry, for the Jeff. intro. I agree with Zach, and it pains me. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can all just record sound bites for that, and then we <laughs> yeah. can drop them in. <laughs> so I think there's the tension in this episode between I think the good sto- the quality storytelling of revealing more of Wanda's backstory and how it's led to the events of the hex. But also this is the penultimate episode like you're saying Ben and we just we want to move it along, we want to see more. All of this is made nil by the fact that the end of the episode is Catherine Hahn saying Scarlet Witch for the first time in the MCU. Like, it's literally a Leonardo DiCaprio Mm. once upon a time in Hollywood (laughs) moment where, like, everyone was like, ah! It's like, I never realized till this TV show that it had never been said before. Well, they, because technically they couldn't because technically the Scarlet Witch is a mutant and technically they can't refer to mutants, Uh, right? So, like, that was part of the, like, legal aspects of it. Mm. So, So, like Ben was saying, does that mean that mutants are, like, going to be a thing? And, like, we know that Disney has... Disney and Marvel have the rights to it now for their media, for the MCU, but are they going to be a thing? I don't know. Quicksilver apparently is a guy named Ralph Boner, so I guess it doesn't matter. So, What was his actual Boner. name in in uh, the... It was Ralph Boner! No, Peter. He, in the Fox, he was he was known as Peter, not Pietro, okay. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, Peter Maximoff. And he references, in at, at one point in the apocalypse i think he like references his some guy came by and banged his mom and then (laughs) ben metal and then they like linger on fassbender and you're like yeah that fits for michael fassbender (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about the ending um to steal from other things the the ninth was any what is everybody i know ben and i are both pretty like ho-hum on the last episode what is every what is Lauren and John think of the last episode. The post-credit scene for the eighth episode where we see White Vision. So Mm -hmm. just to make sure I have this straight in my mind, the whole reason they were able to finally get him to be what he was was because they needed part of Wanda's power from the drone that she crashed because was it because she had part of the mind stone in her that created those powers and they needed the mind stone power, quote unquote, to like turn him on basically? Because she said, like I, they couldn't. They said they couldn't turn him on bef- until they had that um, yeah. drone. That yeah, was, they like, needed something with from the source. Yeah, which was her. Yeah, okay. it's very power. like we'll figure this out later. But I think it's supposed to imply <laughs> mind stone. But I don't know. But vision. Because I couldn't remember how exactly he was formed in. But that's Infinity also like War in because, contrast because or not she's Infinity not War, um, Age of Ultron. Yeah, episode eight. But that's implies also like that it's she in contrast the mind stone. Like yeah. yeah, so there's it's... there's a lot of weird things there because episode eight implies the the mindstone gives her 
Actually, it amplified her power. Does, doesn't give her does her it amplify her, or does it allow her to see what her true potential is? I mean, is? at one point, Agatha, she says yes. um, that something about yes. she was a baby witch that would have died on the vine had it not been for the mm-hmm. Infinity Stone, is what mm-hmm. she said. And if we're to believe her, then that's the truth. I don't okay. know. I mean, I think at the end, the true Mind Stone was friendship all along. <laughs> um, God damn it. But... <laughs> a mind, it's a friend that murdered John, a shit ton of people to thanks to There is implications that the Mind Stone and whatever Wanda is are going to be a... Like, the Mind Stone could... They could end up retconning that the, the Infinity Stone created blah, blah, blah. You know, mm-hmm. like, th- they left it very open to interpretation. But Vision doesn't have to necessarily be associated with the Mind Stone. Because the Mind Stone didn't give him didn't make him who he was like that they were trying to make that clear in infinity war it, yeah, yeah. that it he gave is separate that robot it gave the robot sentience and like life mm-hmm. yeah but not not like the the soul yeah of oh see I, I was like i guess that vision's different because the mind stone did give him a soul <laughs> i don't know i'm surprised there was never i mean maybe i missed it but there was never like a double vision joke i feel like that uh <laughs> needed to happen I just I see I don't know. Man, I'm gonna have to ask you to And then I went to like double bubble in my mind, and then I was like, "Oh man, I want a sister sister episode." <laughs> I mean, we did have twins. Um, yeah, but that was a that was a very weird thing. Like they did that was not explained well, and that was uh sadly for uh, foreboring on the rest the ninth episode. Which again, I think the through line of Wanda Vision and the twins is pretty good mm-hmm. in the finale. But there's still just so much other shit. The incredible, then, like the Incredibles God. scene was awesome. Yeah, where they all just like yes. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't notice that the Incredibles was on the marquee or whatever. I think it was in the Malcolm in the Middle episode. Maybe it was on mm. the um, theater. Oh, that's cool. Him. Yeah. Except I can't I remember. Was, there was a I second it, movie. I don't remember what it was. I think it was out oh, so of date though, oh, because the Incredibles a, would not have been. I love yeah, there was a movie that came out in like '99, and then the Incredibles was like maybe 2003 or something, and they were both on the market. Well, I love, I love that Disney Marvel is paying paying homage to the superhero <laughs> film from Disney yeah. Pixar. I think that's <laughs> very <just> nice, phenomenal. <laughs> one of my fa- one of my favorite things in Episode Nine though was when um, Agatha gets hit by a car, and uh, Wanda looks oh, for yeah. her body, and it's just her shoes, yeah! like the wicked that witch, was just so sticking good. out. <laughs> Great reference. See, yeah, that was great. I, I, I that was that uh that was the Captain America. I understood that reference. <laughs> yeah, like, that was. But there there were some great moments in the ninth mm-hmm. episode, even if it felt like a bit like there was that. I think like when when I I had forgotten, you know, like rightfully, like when they bring back that the that Agatha absorbs the powers when that mm-hmm. happens, you're like, oh yeah, she can't shoot her with her shit. Yeah. Like you know that I thought that was a great little twist. I thought the ruins thing was a great. The ruins reveal. was amazing. I like the vision. All the vision stuff was great. No, I love the line so much. Where he basically defeats the other vision. Like he says something about I don't remember what um, our vision says, but then he's like, "I request elaboration." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. And, but I think their fight is really good too. Mm-hmm. Like with them phasing in and out of each yeah. other. That, it always that was, makes that me laugh so much where they just like just mm, at each other. They're just yeah. shooting like stuff from their foreheads. <laughs> it looks so dumb, but like the rest of it was great. Can you imagine no, like someone's point of view? That? I think in a in a show that we expected not to have this much type of 
superhero action sequencing. No, I mean that I was totally really good. The last episode to be this <laughs> again. All that stuff works, but mm-hmm. but then like the the Rambo reveal, like yeah, what, what? like that was she's made that of was jello. Jello. She's Not made of jello. Uh, dude. We don't know her powers, and we're not <laughs> yeah, supposed we don't to know her powers, powers until Captain Marvel. Too. But that's like, dumb. <laughs> we should want to. No, actually, I think Secret Invasion is when she'll show up. But first, the, um, I did love that bit though, where it's like, it was like, I like your powers. I like yours, yeah. or something like that. That was cool. That was yeah, a, always great to just see the military shooting up a black woman and children. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's but, fair. But like, I don't know. Like, it's such a let. To, like, why not give her more to do? Like, why not give her more to do in that Exactly. Moment? This is just a stepping stone for her. If the ram... But uh, I don't know. Just like, <laughs> woo, nothing happens. Nothing happens with any of them. And it's just no. very frustrating. Well, like, but hey, Darcy comes back and hits the guy with For five seconds. <laughs> the most frustrating moment for me in the entire miniseries was Vision, like, getting his memories back and then just fucking off to God knows where. It's like, dude, go check on your not wife. I mean, like, I, I mean, he, he just argue... went through an identity crisis. He'll be back. Yeah, <laughs> I think you could argue he wasn't. He wasn't all of a sudden the vision the two seconds before he died. Mm-hmm. Like he 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 now has the ability to remember that, but he yeah, also but has I mean, the directive but, but to yes, kill himself very now. So <laughs> for him to leave. To just leave. It's very, yes, very convenient that that's how they played that out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's um, pretty much what they did for a lot of the characters. They just left. Yeah, the RC, I mean, he vision. had to move on to the next phase of the MCU. Yeah. Um, but, Hopefully he gets a paint job. But the, <laughs> yeah. the, he doesn't, he can change his color on his own. It's true. Um, yeah, it was a joke, Zach. Uh, all right. The... Yeah, I totally remember that he could. That was something that bothered me so much. I wish in the first few episodes he had, or yeah, the first handful of words, that he had just kept his vision face. Because, like, does it really matter? Everyone's being controlled <laughs> anyway. Just let him have his face. It's funnier that way to me. Although uh, his, like, full house hair. Told her, was, that was pretty amazing. He should have. Him and Darcy should have had a conversation about him being able to lift Mew Mew. That would have been awesome. <laughs> oh, Mew Mew. He doesn't the only good about part about the Thor sequel, or that Thor sequel, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the final scene, which with well, the the final like the final vision. Oh, you I mean think the, the one where she kills her children? Goodbye is she does not kill. Well, I mean, if she created something out of nothing with her chaos magic, <laughs> yeah. technically those kids are real, and therefore she killed children. Yeah, well, she's I think, destroyed. I think the second stinger, she's letting them be destroyed. The, the second stinger is obviously implying that there's somewhere else. In, yeah, so they had to do dead. that so she wouldn't be a child. Murder. And I, I also I'm just pretty like, sure I know what that's you, implying. It was so confusing though, because like she, I guess it's it's kinder to kill them in her sleep because she like made it nighttime at their yes. house, but then she went back to the city's square or whatever, and it was still just daytime from that previous scene. So it's like it was so weird. But I think the goodbye is good. Mm-hmm. I like that vision. Cries. Yeah, it's done well. I, 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 I. He his final line was amazing. I wish we got more with the the twin i wish there was more to pay off the twins goodbye though yeah. like and especially with them being built up as catalysts for the next movie that she's going to be in or to assuming all that's going to be a big part of multiverse of madness mm-hmm. or at least a part of multiverse of madness yeah i mean she's i assume like if if she's the bad guy like you're hoping or you were assuming mm-hmm. zach that's good her motivation it's like, like if fuck she's, everything else i want my kids yeah, if she's yeah. all powerful 
Like, I know these ones were tied to the hex, but couldn't she just recreate the kids again and not have them tied to the hex? Yeah, but then we wouldn't have had Multiverse of Madness, probably. I think what's going to happen yeah. is it's like there's going to those children are real. Stop somewhere. making sense, Lauren. God. And she's going to just be ripping through multiverses trying to find the yeah. real versions of her kids. But oh, she's going to be like carving a swath of destruction. Just when she was saying goodbye to them. Thank you for choosing me to be your mom. And it was just like, huh, mm-hmm. what? like, is again, is this a line that we're supposed to read into or like what? Thank you for choosing me. No, I think that's just a common thing that people say, like the kids choose the parents. It's one of those sayings, I think. But it I've could also be something before. else. Oh, I have. <laughs> yeah, that's a, if that's and if that's a saying, I I don't, I don't understand. No, I think it's no, it's just a concept. I think it's one of those things where like souls exist and you're like, so these kids choose to I don't know. It, I'm not saying it's real. So you're or saying it's just... Pixar's soul has already crossed over with them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it's just one of those things. I don't know. It's. I, I think I've heard it before. See, that's Vision's problem. He hasn't found his spark. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I feel a little bit better about the finale after just... And there's a lot of things I did enjoy about that. I just... I guess I, would guess I was a little disappointed about how it... Mostly disappointed at how little... It resolved yeah. a, a lot of things. I mean, I still just love the fact that Scarlet Witch was just like in the air pretending to lose her powers and everything. Yeah. And then she just pulls them all back from Agatha. And you're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> I think we can all agree Elizabeth Olsen also looked great. as Oh, Scarlet her new costume <laughs> was amazing. And her hair. <laughs> yeah, her hair. Her, her Oh, man. Yeah, her hair that was a costume, turn on, I'm not going to lie. That co- well... I didn't like when she had like the magical floaty crown. I was like, that was weird. That's dumb. <laughs> but then when she had the actual costumes, like yeah. that's that's fucking actually rad. a question I have. Do like, any of that's one of the best MCU costumes I've seen. Do any it's of so dope. you guys know if um, Agatha's mom is some other character that we need to know about or from the comics? Because at one point when she was doing the power, she also had a crown type mm. thing that came on. I don't know. She was the head of the coven. I mean, yeah. they're she obviously like, just because maybe she was the head of the coven witch. or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Uh, I have a couple of categories that I stole and made a couple new ones. <laughs> so ultimately though, all right, so let's give some star ratings before we go. I, I know Ben, I think we all actually, I, I know everybody's except John's. Uh, th- we all ended up at three and a half. Yeah, we did. <laughs> on leather box john what what would you rate the whole season as a whole yeah i think it's i think i'm also at a three and a half because i love the concept and i love the idea of it exploring grief through um like reliving fantasy and that kind of thing and just how we how we deal with grief and what's the healthiest i, I love that as a theme and the nostalgia aspect and how it's tied to mm-hmm. her trying to revisit things of her childhood that brought her comfort and that sort of thing but i think as much as they also did like a cool job with the storytelling and with the plot like specifics and i'm not as hung up about some of that stuff as zach is i am like i am very frustrated by some of the like evan peters essentially cameo is really frustrating so it's yeah yeah it's like a three three and a half for me and it's you know, it's really great that her structure of going with a um, like aging up in the sitcom decades really panned out for when the world imploded for her. Because like, would it just have cycled back if this world had continued forever? 
what, what would have happened? Yeah, like where would it have like gone back? Like, would she be predicting future decade yeah. TV shows? <laughs> I mean, she is magic. It's true. Um. Okay. So we're all right there together on this mm-hmm. for varying reasons. Performance prize. Who would you give it to? I think it's only everyone. <laughs> That's tough. There's only three people. I no, think there's in four. I was gonna say Sparky. Me. Oh, there's. I would get. There's more than two. No, I. Re- well, I think Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany, yeah. and and Catherine. Hahn, I say uh, Tayana Paris. Oh. I thought she was amazing. I mean, I really liked Catherine Hahn and Trey. How did you say it? Tayana Paris? Shit. Tayana. It's T E Y. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Though. She was. She was great too. But see, for me, it's, it's still. It's just. It's between Bettany and uh, and. Uh, Olsen. Yeah. Like, I thought they were so, so great. No, top four. I can't pick one. I think comedically, I think you got to give it to Bettany. Even though oh, yeah. Catherine Hahn yeah. is like right on his, his tail. But like Bettany. Man, I don't know. Gets... I think Olsen was just as good. No, but like com- comedy wise. I like... think Olsen was just as good. Yeah. I mean, I but Bettany gets more chances to be funny than Olsen, I think. And Olsen uh, yeah. gets more room to be dramatic and... They're both know. great. Benny, Benny wins just because of the way he looks at the camera in the Modern Family episode. Like that, I, I can't. There's nothing I can posit that like matches that. It's fucking perfect. The main core, everyone is great. Like the mm-hmm. MCU staple of great performances from the big actors. Yeah, uh, I don't think anyone like here. everyone was capable of pulling off all the genres they did, and it was yeah. so well done. And a shout out to the kids too. Like both of them were mm-hmm. really good. Like I, they were so good. Really, in the I think they in the were episode. they were serviceable. I thought they did really well with like the speaking of the camera stuff and where this is where I take my mic off and storm away, Zach. I wish Tiana Paris got more to do, mm-hmm. but. She was yeah, fine. I wish she oh, got more to do. You know I what? wish Randall Park got more to do. Um, yeah, I take I take back my Bettany being the funniest part of this because yeah, it definitely is Wanda's. It's Wanda's just resting, resting her eyes. Her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the second time she reiterates, like yes. <laughs> Best scenes across the show. I think I'm going to use this space. I, we did not talk about two great, incredible moments. I think both from episode eight, the Agatha flashback. I thought was an incredible, awesome it was scene. Good. I thought it was fine. <laughs> and I think Wanda, the shot of Wanda birthing Vision is one of the coolest things I've ever seen in the MCU. The backbend uh-huh. Elizabeth Olsen does is insane. Mm. Like, I was in pain <laughs> just looking at it. Other, it we just didn't shout those out, so I want to shout those out. Other great scenes, I love the magic show. I him, think Yeah, him Theseus, being, quote, like, drunk kind of playing yeah. that. Oh, that drunk vision was incredible. Is, yeah, yeah. The Theseus conversation also was excellent. And, and me worthy, obviously. Uh, uh, also, I just, uh, I like, I episode eight is real, the real highlight for me. I thought all those, the flashback to the kids was the weakest, um, but I thought Olsen was great in all the other scenes that she got in that. Episode. Oh, I love the little girl who played her. I don't. No, no, she was good. It was, it was a little bit. It was, it was just a little bit too earnest. But that's a, that's a me thing. I thought the scene where the kids age up the second time was great. I really like that where it's like, you got to be 10. Well, no, 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 no. Like that was just really, I really appreciated that. The kids um, uh, fighting the, at the end was really good too. Yeah. Um, For me, it was, I actually bit a kid once that I like, like it was <laughs> so, so good. good. Um, 
And it like it fit in with the modern family cutaway gag humor like so well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then oh shoot, I just forgot it. Even though it was oh my gosh, the yo magic yogurt thing is oh, so creepy because you're waiting for it to turn, amazing. and then you're like, why is this not turning? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it like, just gets so bad. You're well, like that episode doesn't. It's like, even yeah, though, it's like, it's like man, the previous woman just got to soak in a bathtub with this hydra soap. It's like this kid's dying. <laughs> I know he's just clay, but come on now. <laughs> Die, yeah, and dying slowly. <laughs> yeah, like, starving that kid to, starved death. to death. <laughs> Which might be that's actually secret. That's what happened to all the kids that were locked in their rooms. They starved to death, guys. <laughs> that that could be it. That could be my cut from this episode. If Zach puts it in anything, is me laughing about a child um, starving to death. I guess being a teacher the, really. The last thing you. I want to say was I, I said it earlier, but the like record scratch when Wanda tried to roll the credits during the '80s episode and Vision just did was not. Oh, that was I good. It changed the tone. Not I having it, it, like yeah. bridged the kind of like breaking fourth wall aspect of it very well mm-hmm. and again the final scene of them together that was really yeah. good it's like what was the the line was i have been a voice with no body a body but not human and now a memory made real who knows what i'll be next or i, I might be next it was such a good line it got me <laughs> he's white vision he already knows the answer well yeah he's gonna be made <laughs> he's basically like he's it's it's kind of frustrating because it's basically him and Gamora have the same storyline happening happening now. Basically, like they're the new characters who people want to be the old versions of themselves, but they're not. It's like I have loose ends written here, but I think we kind of covered all the like the, the lack of like, closure. I'm um, kind of bummed that yeah. It's like I was kind of disappointed. I looked it up. Um, I didn't realize till recently or like today or yesterday that the captain uh, marvel 2 was going to be set in present day and so i'm mm-hmm. kind of disappointed because we get these hints at um Mo- like monica is clear something happened in the past between her and carol and her mom and whatever i'm so mm-hmm. interested i'm assuming so i'm assuming they in could marvel do 2 we'll get flashbacks yeah but it's just yeah. like I, my mind was just kind of spiraling it's like what if carol danvers powers somehow gave her mom, or Monica's mom, cancer, and that's why she. Oh, that's her now. fair. Holy shoot! Yeah. Like, how Dr. depressing Manhattan, is that? Huh? Yeah, Doctor Manhattan. Okay, so any other loose ends that we needed to figure out? I don't think so. It's just like where'd White Vision go? What's Rambo's powers? Give you, yeah, I'm gonna give. Do we do we want to get into the theories, or does Lauren not want to hear any theories? All right, scratch this. Let's not talk about the possibilities that were brought up, like House of M or mm-hmm. Mephisto or anything. But where do you think everybody's off to here? I mean, so I really Wanda, want Jimmy Woo. Wanda, to- we know, is going to the the multiverse of madness i want but. jimmy woo and like darcy to have like a fringe style episode or like tv show but maybe funny yes <laughs> so i want the those adventures to happen well i don't know i don't know where darcy let's I mean, go gonna be in quantumania with ant-man and the Wa- ant-man and the wasp quantumania oh okay such I forgot he name. was in that movie. <laughs> like I thought he was just new in this show because I haven't watched well, that movie. The, when he broke out of the handcuffs, he was like flourish. <laughs> like when uh, I that was my favorite thing so much when uh, Vision was drunk and he kept saying flourish, flourish in the magic show, and then he said that there. Like, that was such a nice <laughs> little callback. Yeah, I think I think Wanda's definitely going into the multiverse, or she's just 
She's doing whatever she needs to to get her kids back. Vision is doing some kind of soul searching. Yeah, where's Vision? I'm so confused by that final scene with Wanda. It's like, was she astral projecting herself, or there just two of her now? Yeah, but it's like, why would which one's the real one and which one's the astral projection? Well, see, that's so one thing. New Rockstars brought up the one drinking tea was her corporal self. The one reading the Darkhold was her astral projection i mean you never know you would figure that she would focus on the more important thing it's like does she really need tea right now guys? but that but that's also so new rockstars brought up that that's a expression or that's a portrayal of how powerful she is because even the sorcerer supreme even dr strains does it while he's yeah, like, like asleep. It, we've only ever yeah. seen or yeah. at rest yeah her boy is is i think as strong or stronger down the road so that'll be really cool. I well, think they what's are. What's his name? I saw it somewhere. Was it Wiccan? Wiccan, Wiccan and Wiccan Speed. And, uh, Speed. Speed. We'll see <laughs> if that pans stupid. out. Well, I mean, obviously Probably he's going to be back. The kid's going to be back. But if they'll, to, if they'll get to levels of power. That, yeah. yeah. Well, I think what they're going to do with them. And this is just my theory. I don't have any proof of it. Is they are folding those two. They're going to get they're going to get aged up again. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be part of the Young Avengers. Cassie, not Cassie, excuse me. Well, no, yeah, Cassie Lang will we probably be, Cassie. Uh, what's her stature? Uh, and yeah, then yeah. Uh, Kate Bishop and then, for Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, we're getting Kate Bishop. I mean, we're also getting Miss Marvel. Who knows, maybe even Spider-Man could be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Florence Pugh, uh, whatever she ends up being, the new Black Widow or whatever. Ironheart? Yeah, Ironheart. I, uh, she could be. Uh, Isn't she getting, is that a TV show? I don't it might be, is it animated in. though too? No, uh, Ironheart, I think, is a live-action one. And then, so, like, and the my other bolstering that theory is Kang the Conqueror has a tie to Young Avengers as well. And he's so, in like, Quantumania, right? There's a connection there that I think is worth, like, I think they really are really? to Young Avengers. And Tiana Paris, Photon, Miss Captain, is she just going to be another Captain Marvel? Photon or Spectrum. She's gone through various names, but I think Photon is what. What is her power? What is her power space supposed to be? Something about the electromagnetic spectrum, I think. She can kind of absorb and redirect a lot of energy, and she can use it it for multiple. (laughs) It was also terrible. That was just like a terrible like. So far, all we know about her power is that she can do the cool superhero landing, (laughs) and like turn into Jello. She's strong enough to knock somebody out in one shot with a boner. <laughs> she didn't knock him out. Questionable, she questionable wording. Him on the there, ground man. and then ripped off his necklace. Anybody have any last thoughts about WandaVision? Probably knowing me, but no. <laughs> no. I thought I think it's a great start to, yeah, or sure. a good start to, you know, what's probably going to be a very long, like, series of well, series for Disney and Marvel. Especially they got that. Uh, I, I, I look forward to like this show looked great. Don't get me wrong. But like, uh, you can tell it wasn't quite Mandalorian budget, and mm-hmm. I think with the the subscri- subscriber news coming out today, like they're already at a hundred million. Like I think these shows are just going to look better and I better. I mean, Falcon in the Winter Shoulder already the has one, like some the amazing I'm... action sequences. Yeah. yeah, I think that like, I mean, to me, that's like that's going to be like Winter Soldier, the TV sh- or like a uh, Captain America, the TV Winter show, Soldier yeah. TV yeah. show. Like I. <laughs> that's gonna be fucking incredible yeah. I can't my wait. final we'll thoughts about wandavision is this just that this all could have been avoided if M- monica rambo 
had just turned to her left when she was in that guy's office and seen Vision's body there <laughs> having not been stolen. <laughs> could have all been avoided. Or it all could have been avoided if, uh, I don't know, what's his name? Fucking Quill had not lost his shit on Titan. Yeah, fucking Peter so Quill. That's, this Love, is all still man, retroactively this, his That's fault. what happens with grief. Did you learn nothing from this TV show? <laughs> Um, yeah, who knows? Next time we see Quill, he's got some like super tech that like just creates a sitcom. <laughs> but his, oh god, it'd be like some, it'd be really skeevy. I'm pretty sure he's a weird guy. I'm ending this podcast. Um, next <laughs> week, wait, you're, you're trying. Wait, you're calling Peter Quill skeevy? Who are you calling skeevy? Peter Quill. He's like his, he's like his a ladies' man. A sitcom. It would just be MTV music videos. Yes, thank His you. His TV thank show you. is just going to be TRL. <laughs> <laughs> um, next week, we are going to do a new release. Technically, it was released in theaters on, at Christmas and is finally coming to rentable home video next mm-hmm. week. And that is Emerald Fresnel's uh, Promising Young Women. I'm so excited. Woo! It mm-hmm. stars Carrie Mulligan and a lot of other funny people and good actors bo burnham max greenfield adam brody christopher uh, mintz platt alfred molina there's one there's one that they didn't have like they haven't like advertised very much and i know lauren's gonna recognize him i'm excited this film is getting a lot of awards buzz but the trailer sells it as uh, a genre e fair which it is but um, yeah, it, that's a fair it does. I, I, the 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 film is the the marketing is being a little more coy than um, than it you would think. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, uh, promising young woman. I don't really want to discuss it much more because we'll yeah, it's no kind of spoilery. Um, but yeah, it uh, it is. It looked good. Ben <laughs> and I have already seen it and agree that it is good. And uh, yeah, you should come back and. Uh, rent that and listen to see what we have to say about it but um yeah until then i'm zach oldenburg you can find me wherever you can find at zach oldenburg you can find us at middleofrow.com you can support us on patreon at middle of row and you can uh rate and review the podcast apparently it does stuff i'm ben grigsby you can find me on twitter and letterboxd at the grigsby bear and you can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at Another Rahul J. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Middle of Row. Hashtag know the. I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees. And you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch Promising Young Woman. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row.